Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ah, welcome, loves. It's Powerland News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to have you with us. And, uh, you know, life is, is filled with uh, all kinds of difficult conversations. Um, Mom, where do babies come from? Boss, I'm quitting my job. I'm just thinking about the next question. Ah, the next question would be, Dad... Mom, have you thought about giving up your driver's license? You're probably scared about being disinherited <laughs> because that's a really, you know, you start talking about taking somebody's license away, and, and I'm telling you something, some older people are not clearly and rationally thinking, and they're not, they don't understand how much they have slipped and they shouldn't be driving, and I hope, and I, well, I don't think I really have to worry about reaching an age where my kids are going to have to have the discussion with me, um, but just in case, on the off chance I do, I am hoping that they will simply take the key, sell the car, and say, here's your money, Dad, um, you should not be driving anymore. That would be, I think, the most humane thing to do, because don't engage me in an argument about whether or not I should be driving, because I will get really pissed off. And I think a lot of people do get pissed off. And part of it is, well, I want to hear your stories about talking to your parents about it's time to stop driving it's time to give it up it's it, it belongs it, it's like an old relationship it belongs in the ash bin of history oh uh let's go to bob and clarence uh bob whatever's going on in the background if you could put a stop to it i kind of want to listen in here because this is sounds like sounds like almost a restaurant maybe a bar hey bob are you there yeah, let's put Bob on hold, but part of me really wants to keep the call up. My problem is that the people in the background don't know that they're on the radio, and that could lead to some legal ramifications. I know that's not how you really say it. I just have fun saying it that way. All right, so did you have to have the conversation with your mom, your dad, your grandparents, maybe, about, hey, it's time to give up the driver's license, and how did that work out for you? How did it work out for you? Um, and I, I bring this up because uh, if you renewed your license during the pandemic and you didn't uh, get your eyes examined, if you don't do it by 1st of December, um, 
if you don't present proof that you have visual acuity, uh, you run the list uh, the risk of having a suspended license. And with the automatic uh, LP, the license plate readers, uh, um, it's easier. <coughs> excuse me, it's easier and easier to uh, get pulled over uh, for uh, inspection sticker issues, insurance issues, etc. Because everything is on the computer, everything, and it's all <coughs> it's all maintained by North Korea. Uh, also, as you are listening to the show. And I do apologize. It's just it's it's a it's it's one of those nuisance colds. Although I did read an article about a bunch of respiratory infections that are going around the world right now, especially amongst children. And um, I think, well, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to assign blame to anybody on this situation, but. Uh, my bride has a small granddaughter, and I believe that that is where this all originated. But it's uh, it's okay. It's uh, you know it comes with the uh, territory. Kids are little mucus machines, and it's just the way it goes. Um, so it, it it sounds worse than it really is, obviously. So don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll be done with uh, in a few days. Uh, but I, I also know I'm not alone in it, so I'm not gonna uh, not exactly gonna lose sleep over it. Eight oh three. 0930 is the phone number. Uh, have you had to have the conversation? And are you dreading the conversation with mom or dad or both of them about, hey, you really shouldn't be driving anymore. You're not up to it. And I thank God. See, I don't believe in the afterlife. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I do believe in God. And for some, that's a little weird, but it's just my faith. And I respect your faith. Just respect mine. That's all I ask. And um, I do thank God that I did not have to have that conversation with my dad because my dad would have been, I'll tell you something, uh, he was a grizzled Korean War veteran. And he wasn't a big man, but he would take crap from absolutely nobody. And the last thing I ever wanted to do was have a conversation with the old man about, hey, Dad, um, you shouldn't be driving anymore. His diabetes took care of that because he lost one leg, then he lost the other leg. And uh, his driving days were effectively cut short by diabetes, uh, which is a reason to obviously keep yourself in shape and keep an eye on your A1C stuff. And also, um, <clears throat> let's just say this, if you, if you notice that your toes are turning black, that's probably a sign that you should go to the doctor but uh, apparently in our family, and this includes myself, uh, the men are very – that's actually a great show topic. Oh, my goodness. How come I never thought about that before? Um, wow. That's, I don't know if I'm going to have time to do it today, but i got to put that one in the bank. <laughs> um, family members who stupidly did not go to the doctor when they should have gone to the doctor. And I'm sorry, but when you're looking at your father's big toe and it's necrotic and you say, hey, Dad, um, you're starting to basically decompose from the bottom up. Might be a good time to see a doctor. And he says, ah, I'm fine. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sure you've been in that position, and I probably sound like I'm in that position right now, and I apologize again. Uh, 803-0930 is the – you know, they want a good cigarette right now would help. Uh, 803-0930, my doctor says camels are the best. 
sorry, David Bellamy, I had to steal one of your lines. <laughs> you, ever, you ever watch those old cigarette ads online? My, <laughs> I'm a physician, and after a hard day operating, I look forward to the delicious taste of a camel cigarette. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, let's go to uh, Frank in... Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it was a totally different era, man. Uh, Frank in uh, Amherst on WBEN. Frank, have you had the conversation about... Uh, lose about uh, stripping the driver's privileges away from uh, a family member. Yeah, I just went through it with my dad, actually. Exact same thing and did not go well. And I, I, I think we can all agree with each other. It's a tough spot to be in in life because you lose, you know, a significant amount of freedom. But it was just getting bad. He was definitely older and, you know, from a kid's standpoint – his kid's standpoint, we're looking at it through the lens of not even so much his safety, right? but safety of everybody else on the road, you know, and if something went south, then we would be the ones having to live with that, you know? So, that, you know, that that's, that's such a great point, And it speaks volumes uh, about your character that you were more concerned with other people than you were with uh, your, your father's safety. Um, and what what was it like? Were there some cumulative um, clues that came together to make the family coalesce around the idea that dad should not be driving? Yeah, definitely. Vision was one. Um, and going in, talking, I think on the news they were talking about the, uh, getting your uh, eyes checked and that whole thing during COVID, I think is what it just came up with. But that was the first thing. So his vision, you know, when he was tested, they were saying, like, you shouldn't be driving unless you have glasses. And he, for some reason, always fought the glasses. And I don't really know why. <laughs> but so you have the conversation, like, you can't drive unless you wear the glasses. And he would get all mad and frustrated about that. And, you know, and then you would start talking about, you know, he would, his, his stance was, I'm looking out my back door into the woods and I can see birds on the branches. I can see deer out. Like I can see all these things. It's like, I don't care if you can see deer or birds, read the fourth line on the eye chart, you know, right. it's like, uh, so he would just get, you know, frustrated and angry. But so that was the first thing that we dealt with. And then just Boy. overall mobility and balance and, you know, all those types of things, you start to see that he was 91 and still driving. And you start to see that diminish, and that's really when we were, you know, we kept having the conversation, and, then, you know, he would get so mad about it. How, how was his vision when he wore the glasses? Uh, I don't remember the actual numbers on it, but it was sufficient, and he could see well with the glasses. But so it was correctable to, like, 2040. Oh, for it, sure, it, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, was, that's fine. And it just, we never understood, like, why not wear the glasses? It, why is that such a big issue? And so, like I said, we went round and round on that. And if you started to raise the ante in the discussion a little bit about, you know, if you have that on your license, that you need corrective lenses, you're going down the road, minding your own business, you could be doing everything perfect. And if somebody pulls out a parking lot in front of you and you get in a big wreck, Police come, they do an investigation, and they happen to pick up on that. It's like, hey, Robertson, you know, uh, where's your glasses? What are you going to say? You know, you're going to be in a, in a pickle. And if they have, I guess, depending on the way it goes, you know, goes down, 
it very well could be where you could be at fault because you were driving with no glasses, even though you didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we'd have to ask a, 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 an attorney who specializes in personal injury law a question like that, or somebody who specializes in motor vehicle law. There aren't many of those around. Uh, right, but, but you know uh, what I mean? Oh, I, 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 I do, you, but you I could, guess... You could, have, you could have a car that has a registration that is a week out, right. and you could be doing everything perfect and driving the car, and the car could be mechanically sound. Like, everything could be perfect, perfect. But you could, in fact, get yourself in a huge problem because your registration is, in fact, one week out, and they could be saying you shouldn't be on the road. So I mean, it just it's just opened the door into a whole bunch of different things. And again, he oh. he was really frustrated and didn't want to hear any of that. So well, it made yeah, it Frank, how it. much of it? I mean, look, none of us like to admit that as we get older, we become more frail. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm the guy who literally walked around for a week with a widowmaker heart attack, and I was in total denial, and I didn't go to the hospital. So yeah. I can kind of relate to your dad's personality mm-hmm. type because I'm oh, a yeah. stubborn. I'm a stubborn person myself, with a little bit of a temper, and um, I. What I don't understand, though, Frank, is I don't know if you wear glasses, but um, I do. Okay. Uh, I, when I'm driving, I want every visual advantage possible, especially at night when I have to put up my mental deer shield around the car. You know, I just sure. basically, I, I wish and will the deer away. Yeah, there's no doubt. And yeah, I mean, even my correction is not, I could drive without glasses on, but you get used to crisp, crisp. Yes. And you don't want to settle for not so crisp. So you wear the glasses, right? Amen. Amen. Because you want as many advantages. You you want to give yourself uh, the optimum uh, safety that you can possibly have. And uh, I'm just I'm just waiting for mine to fully settle down, you know, after after the cataract stuff. Um, But I I see very, very well. But I want to see even better than very, very well. I want to see flawlessly, you know. So I know you've talked in the past about hearing aids, I believe. You wearing? I think you're wearing hearing aids, correct? I might not be wearing them right now, but I do have headphones no. on. <laughs> but so the hearing aid thing. So it's another one of those. You know, do you have hearing? Not asking you, but to anybody. You know, do you have hearing aids? Oh no, I, no, I'm fine. And you're talking to them. They're like, huh, huh? They, like they need hearing aids. There's a stigma, it seems, to hearing aids. Like, why wouldn't you want to hear the best you can hear? You're missing out on a huge quality of life not being able to hear you lose out on a huge quality of life not being able to see super crisp yep so i don't know it's just it's kind of strange when you get old up i hope i don't get in the same boat um just from a you know attitude standpoint or grumpy standpoint but it, <laughs> it happens i think it happens to all of us yeah yeah i don't know well, i've been grumpy since i was 15 so i've had a lot of practice at it so uh, okay uh, yeah but uh yeah, by the way, Frank, get off my lawn uh, if you're anywhere near my house. Yeah, I, yeah right. <laughs> I uh, I thank you very much for the call. I'm glad. Did you eventually talk your dad into giving? Well, you did eventually talk your dad into oh, giving yeah, up his yeah. license. Yeah, we yeah we finally pulled the keys after we got to a certain point, and it was going to be, you know, we're done with the questions. We're done with it. It's not an option anymore. And it was it was tough for a while. And he's blaming people, and he actually had some medical things that went on. So it was like it's. It's actually bigger than us. It's not us being bad guys, but it's doctors saying 
this is what happened. You know, there's there's symptoms and signs here that you had some bigger health issues. And again, it's that aspect of you can't be on the road if you if you crash and you go out in a blaze of glory at 91. Awesome, you know, you hit a tree. If you crash into a minivan and kill a mother and three kids, that's not cool. And now we're living no. with that. So it was the end no. of it. But he, yeah, he. It was lots of conversations. Average. You guys took my license, and you guys. Oh, took Frank. Like, uh, I'm so I'm know. so sorry that you've you've had to go through that. You know, conversely, I know three people who have been involved in accidents with senior citizens. None of the accidents were the people I knew. It was they were not their fault, but they've got to live with having been in a fatal MVA the rest of oh, their yeah. lives. And, oh, yeah. and it's it, it, it's a hell of a burden to put on somebody, Frank. Thanks very much, man. I appreciate I appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody I know who has been in a fatal accident, and it wasn't even their fault. They they, they believe me. It mess, it, it's a it's a post traumatic stress situation, and uh, it's unfortunate. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix. And Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Five forty at News Radio. <coughs> Pardon, <coughs> this is embarrassing. At News Radio nine thirty W B E N. How you doing? Good to be with you. Let me just. Oh, oh no! There goes the phone again. At least, oh, at least it didn't get wet this time. <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh about this stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if this is of any interest to you, but. Uh, I hope it is. I, uh, I've i stopped drinking vitamin water. Uh, yes, yes, I, I've stopped. I, I, I now drink on the air 
pure, unadulterated vodka. Now, I, I now drink on the air uh, water <clears throat> and freshly cut lemons. And I don't mean just a little bit of lemon. I mean, I'll cut a lemon in half and just squeeze it like a big zit into my water. And it's awesome. Lemon water is, seriously, I, I feel so much better. Uh, that we, And I think, you know what, I honestly, I can't prove this, and, and maybe it's not scientifically accurate, but I thought to myself, wait a minute, when did I start getting kidney stones? Hey, it was roughly at the same time I started drinking a lot of vitamin water. And I kind of wondered, hmm, could there be a correlation because my mom didn't have kidney stones, my dad didn't have kidney stones. So what what variable changed? And uh, we're gonna give this uh, we're gonna give this a shot. Plus, I happen to love lemons. What can I say? Anyway, uh, yeah, I want to. There's there's two things, and I'm gonna tease a topic that I want to come to tomorrow on WBEN. Uh, first of all. In light of New York State saying, hey, if you didn't submit your eye examination or go into the DMV for your eye examination, uh, you really need to do so by December 1st. Uh, All the details are at WBEN.com. But there's a a larger discussion, and it involves uh, something we've talked about before, and that is the discussion with mom and dad about how old is too old to drive. And I've been spared that. My dad, again, lost his legs to diabetes, so it was never an issue. And I, I dreaded that like you can't believe. And mom I, I, mom is 90, and she thinks like a 20-year-old, and I'm telling you, she just knew, I, I can't drive. How can I drive when I can't get out of the house? That's a pretty good reason. So she sold a mint-conditioned 20-year-old Toyota for a lot more money than I thought she was going to get for it, but it had all the bells and whistles. Uh, But, you know, sometimes – do you ever wonder sometimes if it's better to uh, not have a car and just use ride-sharing? For some people, that might be practical. For me, it is not at this point. But if it ever comes to the point where my kids come to me and say, hey, Dad, um, you just drove on the sidewalk. Uh, Maybe it's time to give up your license. I I hope that I have the mental acuity to say, what? No, I hope I have the mental acuity to say, you know what? You're right. Here's my car keys. Go sell the car. And then knowing my daughter, she'll say, Dad, it's a Porsche. I'm not selling it. I'm going to keep it and drive it. <laughs> it's my daughter. All right, let's go to uh, Declan. I love the name Declan on a cell phone on uh, WBEN. Declan, welcome. You are on the air. Hello. Hi, Tom. So Declan. I, my parents are, uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, sorry. I'm driving right now. Um, my parents are still pretty young. Well, they're almost 70, but... Uh, I haven't had that conversation with them yet, but I'm a truck driver, and on two separate occasions, I've had uh, elderly people run into my truck. Uh, oh. One time, I was in Syracuse making a delivery, and uh, on a side street in a loading zone, this woman ran into the back of my truck, probably doing close to 30 miles an hour. She had a, a car she was leasing. It was really damaged, and uh, you know, I was really upset, and she didn't didn't even realize how bad her car was. She tried backing up, and uh, I felt bad because it's June 87, and I think it resulted in her losing her license. 
Wow. Uh, Did she get petitioned to a DMV hearing and they stripped her license from her? Well, I didn't. I don't know for sure. I know my uh, the company I was working for, the safety person, basically it indicated to me that she was, you know, no longer going to drive. I don't know if her family ah. stripped her of her license or DMV, but uh, she had other damage on the car, and you could tell she just really wasn't, uh, you know, coherent enough to be driving. Oh, yeah, was, that's it unfortunate. Was, it was really I mean, sad because I, I felt responsible, sad. even though it wasn't my fault. Well, thank God she didn't get killed or seriously hurt in it. And I look, man, I, I told you, I think I just mentioned this last week about being on a side street near my home. And I was, for whatever reason, I was driving at a very slow rate of speed. And I'm glad I was because had I been go- doing the speed limit, this elderly man who totally ran through a stop sign would have T-boned me. Uh, and I, I did get the tag number. And reported it to the local PD with a you know full report saying, "Hey, here's what happened. Uh, maybe it was an accident, uh, but I don't I don't know that this guy should be driving anymore." And uh, I did not find out the adjudication of that situation, and I felt bad snitching. But on the other hand, what if there'd been a kid in the road? I mean, that, that's well, that's what I think about. Yeah, that's what my wife you know eventually got me to realize is you know. She could have hit, you know, a pedestrian or, you know, a smaller vehicle and, uh, you know, she could have she could have killed somebody. And actually, if she came about 30 seconds sooner, she would have hit me between the truck and, uh, and her car. So horrible. You know, and, and, but, and that was only a, that was only one collision in which you were involved with an elderly driver. No, I actually had a second. I was uh, yet again. I was out near Syracuse and I was backing uh, off the road into a place. And this guy had a had a Mercedes. I think it was an SL 500 convertible, beautiful car. Nice. But he he started to go around me, and then he cut back in and just ran right into the front end of my truck and uh, ripped what? the bumper off and did a lot of damage to the car. And he had uh, he told the police officer that he he moved into the other lane to get around me, and then there he swerved back in to miss the car that was uh, that was coming, the oncoming car, but. There wasn't an oncoming car. Oh. You know, wow. and that was another situation. Uh, I felt bad, and uh, his daughter came. It was, <laughs> he was leaving a golf course. It was about a mile up the road from a golf course. And uh, his daughter showed up, and I thought she was going to, you know, be angry with me. And, you know, there could be a lot of, you know, emotions and tension in, a, in an accident. And she was really nice, and she even said to me, she was, look, this isn't your fault. And, uh you know, I, I she didn't come out and say it, but I got a feeling he uh, they were at least going to try to get him to stop driving. And, and he you know, did. Yeah, well, I mean, there's another factor, too. Did did he appear to be under the influence of any medication? I mean, I realize you're not a drug detection expert, but did, did, was, did he seem like he was drunk or maybe impaired by narcotics or something? Uh, no, he didn't really seem to be. Uh, I mean, he was a little bit upset at first. He... Uh, I mean, I was almost backed into where I was backing in. The front of my truck was sticking out a little bit. And he said, geez, you should have had somebody watching when you were backing in. And I said, sir, you hit me. And he said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. You know, so he, uh, you know, was a little confused at first. But, no, I don't, I never smelled any alcohol or anything on him. I don't think he was impaired. I just think he, uh, you know, he got confused. And, uh, yeah. unfortunately, that you know, he was at that age. 
Well, uh, well, unfortunately, too, and again, look, I mean, our our senior citizens, and again, uh, being 60 years old now, I can say things about senior citizens I couldn't say when I was in my 30s. <laughs> but uh, senior citizens, just this this penchant, and it goes in in spurts. If you, it it comes in cycles, if you notice, especially in the summertime, mistaking the brake for the accelerator and vice versa. It, it, it is amazing how often that happens. Mis, you know, they hit the accelerator thinking they're hitting the brake and they end up killing people. I mean, there was a horrible uh, situation at a restaurant in Amherst 15 or so years ago and uh, just devastating for the family involved. I mean, one minute you're sitting there eating a cheeseburger and the next minute you're dead because somebody hits the accelerator and not the brake. Yeah, that's sad. And I, I've heard a lot of a lot of accidents where that's occurred. And it's, 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 yeah, and it's, it's tragic. And, um, I mean, I guess those are the, those are the times where, you know, what one's faith, whatever your faith happens to be, um, you've got to lean on that. And, and, and the whole idea, like what you did, Declan, sounds very responsible. You did not fly into road rage or anything like that. You assessed the situation. You understood that nobody was seriously hurt. And any property damage can always be repaired. It can always be repaired. Human beings are a lot more complex to repair. Yeah, and that's, you know, when the lady, when she hit me, she got out of the car. And I, I raised my voice a little bit, told her to get back in the car. Because I did, she was dazed, you know, kind of after what occurred. And she was wandering around. I didn't want her to get hit by a car. Even though we were on a street that was... Uh, you know, it's pretty quiet. There wasn't a lot of traffic, but I've heard of that happening. People get out of the car and they, uh, you know, they panic and they they kind of rush out into traffic. Actually, I've seen on the throughway where people have oh. gotten out of the car in a daze and they probably shouldn't. Well, yeah, but you know, because so they're they're in a they're in a daze. I mean, I think you you have uh, accurately uh, described that uh, when I was in Jamaica uh, back in October, I saw the. Um, end result of a pedestrian fatally hit by a uh, a vehicle and the ladies on the side of the road who apparently were inside the vehicle they were walking along the side of the road they were not in the road but they were clearly in, in a state of shock they they should have had blankets around them i mean it was 90 degrees but uh, i felt so bad for them and uh, i you know, like when you come across an accident scene like that, my first thought was there was nothing obstructing the view of the driver. I kind and to this day, I wonder if it was a suicide, if somebody just leapt in front of their vehicle um, because there was just no way that should have happened. I I'm glad you called Declan, and again, call again because I just love saying your name, Declan. It's awesome. All right, All right man. Uh, thank I you. Talking to you, Tom. My have pleasure. A good night. Thank you, Declan. What a great name. Oh. How come mom didn't name me Declan? That would be such an awesome name. Let's go to traffic on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, and we, we, we already had a dick in the family, so maybe it would have been confusing a Declan and a dick. Um, the, the other topic I wanted to do this hour of the show was supplements uh, because um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to save that for tomorrow unless something happens newsworthy. Um, uh, People take all kinds of supplements, and I'm cutting back on supplements because I'm also trying to cut back on kidney stones, uh, which I'm getting quite used to, I might add. Uh, here is uh, 
Emily in Chictawaga. Emily, you're on WBN. Have you had the discussion about uh, getting the license away from mom or dad? No, I haven't, Tom. Um, thank you for taking my call, but I'm hitting you on a different uh, perspective. I am blind, and I'm going to tell you when these people give up their licenses, it's talking about the giving up their independence, and also it's isolation because they can't do what they used to do. So, yeah, they have the right to be angry. But I will tell you a couple of things that happened to me being blind and walking. So it's not only elderly. I was walking up the street with my service dog, and a woman backed into me. I screamed. She stopped. And she goes, didn't you see me? And oh, I said, no, um, this is a seeing eye dog. <laughs> oh, I had that happen to me three times. Oh, my goodness, three times. I had times. a woman be, hit, hit me, and she says, well, doesn't the dog bark? I said, um, no. <laughs> well, okay, this is going to be a stupid question, and I hope you will forgive my ignorance, okay? Sure. And, and please keep something in mind. I mean, you're, you're blind. I have a yep. great deal of sympathy and empathy for you because I almost lost my right eye, okay? So yep. I, I believe me, I am, I am sympathetic to your plight. But do they not train seeing eye dogs to maybe hesitate if a vehicle is backing up or heading right towards you? It will stop, but if you're walking and that person doesn't see you and they're backing into you, one woman had didn't see me. Thank God I had just enough vision to see the red uh, backup lights, and it was dark. And, um, yeah, you know, so it's not only the elderly that need to look at things. Uh, Right on red was horrible for people who are blind. We can't get across streets. But, you know, Mm. so there's a a lot to it. I just kind of wanted to give you that other perspective of the independence, the isolation, and I used to see, I uh, never, never normally, but I had better vision, and as I lose it, as I've gotten older, uh, it's an adjustment, and I don't like it, but you know what, I have to deal with it. Now, I, so, I would love to talk to you more, like, tomorrow, actually, because, I mean, I know, like, I, I'm amazed at how many blind listeners I have. Um, mm-hmm. a, a, I mean, and I'm very flattered by that. May I ask, is this a disease process like glaucoma that has taken over? And I had uh, RP, retinitis pigmentosa. Uh, I'm one of nine children, one with blue eyes, only one, and I'm the only one with the eye disease, and they said it was hereditary. So who knows? Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I would, Emily, I hope you call in tomorrow. I would like to spend. You know, this is another great topic that I should really get into. What a pain in the in the ass yeah. it is to be yeah. blind. I, I want to yeah. I want to do that as a topic, Emily. I, I have to go. I'm out of time. But, yeah, uh, I understand. Um, you, you've given me a great idea uh, for a, a show topic that I've never done, and I, I thank you kindly. Um, if you are blind, uh, send me an email, uh, and I 
realize that might sound stupid, but believe no, me. No, no, we we uh, do. I do have email. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course. Th- thank you kindly. I appreciate it. Um, but, Tom, I want to share I, one funny thing with honey, you. Honey, I, I, I got to go. I got to go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out of time. I wish I, I wish I had time, but I'm, I'm out of time. But I do want to do a show on blindness at some point. I think it needs to be done, and I've never done it before. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.